0: Alright, welcome to Kitchen Open Late, the podcast from the back of house. I'm Chef Frosty. And I'm Chef Kwanzaa. Alright, so this week in the news uh, is something that quite literally hits a little bit close to home. But it might not affect you, but it affects me in 10% of how much I care. Okay. Uh, do you know Theo and Stacy's back home? Yes. They're closing. For real? Yeah, after 50 some years of service right. or something like that. They had some good food too. They did have some good food. So, story time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> One time, Michael and I, a good friend of ours, mm. uh, we went to Theo and Stacy's for whatever reason. I think we just wanted to. It was like high school era, maybe. I don't remember why we went. We just felt like getting some Theo and Stacey's, and we went and we got whatever the fuck we got. The meal was clearly not the most important part, mm-hmm. but when you walked into Theo and Stacey's, it always had that like rotating pawn shop fucking like dessert display case mm-hmm. with like you know puddings and pies and all that like dessert shit that they made or whatever. It was just like it was like you walk straight through the door and there's just like glowing glass box of spinning desserts. And so we decided to get a piece of apple pie. Again, don't know why. We just, eh, we'll split some pie for dessert. So they bring it to us, and it's ice cold. And it tasted like GFS pie filling, Hmm. which is just the most gelatinous, unnatural pie taste you can possibly get out of something. And so we each took a bite, and we were just like, "Man, ah, uh, can't can't keep going." We're not even hungry. We were just kind of hoping to like have something good in our mouth after a meal. Right. So we, for whatever reason, there was a whole like caddy of condiments on the table. So we just took all of the condiments, like ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, everything. Not on the pie. And we threw it on the pie, <sighs> and then we took it. We took a little piece and like put it on the fork, and the the joke was like, "We're gonna make it look like this is how we eat our pie," because there was a little <laughs> bit of the pie missing. So the guy comes over to bring us our check, and he kind of glances at the pie and doesn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, "Well, to sell it, we've got to have this piece disappear." Mm-hmm. Well, one of us is eating it. Yep. <laughs> Now, I don't remember who went first. I'm pretty sure it must have been me. must have been you. <laughs> so we take the piece of pie that's on the fork, and we I put it in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just every, like, there's hot sauce and jelly mm. and just, like, half a stick of butter. Like, every kind of it we could have <laughs> possibly put on this thing we did. Aren't they primarily, like, a breakfast plate? They were mostly, like, like they did, like, gyros, like gyros, euros, whatever. whatever. you want to call it. Right. Like, those are always what my parents went there for. Okay. But the condiments did not help the pie. <laughs> and then, of course, Michael had to try the pie as well. Obviously. And when when he came back, the waiter, we both had the pie in our mouths, so mm-hmm. we can't speak. But we're also trying not to laugh and just spit disgusting (laughs) pie. But it's just sitting in our mouths for longer and longer because we're laughing and we can't talk and we can't do anything. You just just bite the bullet and eat it. (laughs) But you can't swallow if you're trying to laugh at the same time. Eventually we swallowed it. But God, oh man. Did that make it worse? Or was it? It made it like better to be separate? over with. You yeah, know? I mean, I mean, like the the condiments. Oh, I just just because I know I can, I know like sometimes you can like throw condiments onto some food, and then when you put it back in your mouth you can separately taste, like, the condiments and right. the food. Did it, that happen, or did it... No, it, it tasted like how I imagine it would have tasted when we threw well up later. We didn't, but no. if we were going to, that's probably exactly <laughs> right. what okay. the taste would have been like. Okay. Just... Because, again, there's so much saliva that's becoming soupy. <laughs> uh It was just a bad decision. Oh, it's horrible. Um, but, yeah, Thema Stasis is going away. Now, I have always, for whatever reason, assumed... At least Theo was black. <laughs> before, I, before I answer that, let me let me crack into a little liquid death here. Not a sponsor, but come on, guys. Sponsor the kitchen. Come on, guys. Theo. Okay. In this narrative, Theo and Stacy, because it was opened fifty years ago, right? Oh, sure. So that's. 60s, 70s, something like that. Something like that. It would have been... Yeah, about the 70s. 70s. So that would make sense that Theo, the <laughs> young, aspiring black man... Yeah. And Stacy, his supportive, kind of hippie-ish wife... Yeah. Maybe like Granny. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like... I see that. And it was a little bit controversial at the time. Yeah. So the problem with Theo and Stacey's is... One... Their food was not good enough To justify this narrative And two It was like Greek inspired Because of Gyros and shit They had like Greek salads and shit From what I remember I have only ever Ate breakfast there It was predominantly A breakfasty place Right I never I don't remember Anything else Yeah I just remember like Um Country fried steak Maybe Um Biscuits and gravy, maybe pancakes. Well, the breakfast was always the best part, right? That I only ever went there for breakfast. Yeah, I mean, and some that's, sometimes that's what I'm looking for, right? Like if I'm going out to breakfast, mm. I don't want a fancy breakfast. Mm-mm. I want I want some like Denny's shit. Like I want like a couple eggs, some type of meat, mm. some type of potato, maybe a hash, right? Like. Some pieces of toast that are always cut on the angle and always everywhere <laughs> tastes exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Those little stupid, those little, like, squares. Of butter? Of, no, of jelly. Those, like, multi-packs oh, yeah. of jelly. We uh-huh. always gotta look for the mixed berry because that's the best one. And there's, like, one mixed berry for every fucking thousand strawberries. <laughs> yeah. We start going to other tables. just <laughs> <It's a> harassing <laughs> give me your mixed berry. I need it more than you do. And I always save the toast for last. I save because there's four pieces, mm-hmm. or two slices of bread, but four pieces four total. Pieces. So I have, yeah. I have, two to three of those pieces with my meal, mm-hmm. and there's one piece left, and I just load it up with jelly, and then that's my dessert for the breakfast. That's fair, right? Because I want I want two for the main meal. I want one to like scrape the plate of all the egg yolks and juices and shit. Sure, yeah. and then I want the dessert piece. I'm not a huge toast or bread person. Period. So I don't usually go. I don't go out of my way for bread. Very often It's my least favorite part Of most meals Like I'll have like Two of those corners maybe Yeah not the whole thing Oh no I'm all about no. I, I like the mixture I like to combine my foods While I eat Sure Yeah Like but... it's weird to me When people are mm-hmm. like I have a meal Oh let me eat all my peas And now I'll eat All of my Whatever And it's like No 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 I want a little bit at Every <laughs> spoonful And you gotta plan ahead uh. How am I going to eat this In such a way That I can get Optimal bites of everything mm. But then still save enough for the end for the last bite to be the greatest combination of everything. You sound like (laughs) (laughs) Bruni. So I I go around the plate tasting everything first. So I get an idea how everything tastes and how it might combine together. Depending on the consistency of everything, I might just mix everything up if I think it tastes all good and just eat it like a big slot. Yeah. But most of the time, I'll have combination bites going around until near the end. And near the end, I'll do a retaste of everything. I'm like, okay, what's the thing I want in my mouth at the end of this? Right. Yeah. And it's usually meat. It's Usually some kind yeah, of meat. Yeah. So then I'll eat everything else. Or if I find something in the beginning that I don't like, that goes away first. I so <laughs> I feel like I actually got to witness this happen in life recently. Wow. So we we took a trip back to back home to Kalamazoo, Michigan, oh, yeah. uh, for a couple days, but. Three days, yeah. Two so nights, three days, something like nights, that. Two nights, three days, yeah. Uh, which it's been a minute since I've been home. Yeah, and I think been it's been a minute since you've been home as well. At least a year. Yeah, It's probably been. I mean, I went. Yeah, I went home for a little bit, but that was just literally an overnight thing. I didn't. Hmm. It's been a long time since I've gone home to do something. Right. Uh, so going home was interesting. Hmm. I think let's let's talk about that. Uh, so we started the day off pretty late, hmm. uh, because, uh, so for those of you who don't know, we're, we're in Chicago, uh, that's where we do all of our, our fun Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it's not a terrible drive back home, it's like two and a half, three hours, something like that. Something like that. So my philosophy was like the later in the day we start, the better it'll be because, Basically, if ever like around five o'clock, between three and five, if people are getting off of work, they're heading away from the city, hmm. and we had to go through the city. Hmm. So if they're leaving and we're going toward, it's gonna be way fucking better. Hmm. Did we get any food on the way? Did we get anything to eat? Yeah, Burger King. No, we got Burger King before we left. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah we came here. Yeah, and we ate some Burger King before before we left. Yeah, that was actually a pretty decent chicken sandwich. It wasn't it wasn't a bad Burger King experience. It's nah. been a while since I've had Burger King. I, I'm i craving Taco Bell, though. Oh, fuck yeah. Taco Bell Taco sounds Bell great. Maybe multiple years? So, it's funny that you mentioned that, because back home was the worst Taco Bell drive-thru ever. So, down the street from my <laughs> yeah. parents' house was a Taco Bell. There used to be, like, a little game shop there as well. Oh, I miss Game Shop. It was, like, a game shop for... The predominant part of my childhood that it would matter. Mm. And then it became Serious? a Fredericks of Hollywood. Fredericks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it burned down. <laughs> and I'm 90% sure an employee burned it down. Maybe. So Maybe. in my mind, what happened was this little kid would go to the game shop, mm. hang out there. Then when he became old enough to get a job, it turned into Frederick's of in Hollywood, and he, he was oh. going through a sexual awakening, right? and then for some reason, he lost his mind and decided to burn it down. I mean, I was very upset when it turned to Frederick's, as a young boy. Well, yes, me too, because <laughs> it was great, and it was conveniently located, for yeah. me at least. I mean, it was a 10-minute walk. Right. But next to that was a Taco Bell. Yep. And I would obviously go there a bunch when I was a kid, because back in those days, mm. in the you know late 90s, early 2000s, mm. I mean... The dollar menu existed. Yeah, there was an actual dollar menu. And not, in Michi- not a value menu. Right. A dollar. A dollar menu. menu. <laughs> in, va- in Michigan, there's no food tax. Hmm. So you walk in there with five bucks, you're getting five items. Hmm. Like eating four somethings and a drink, hmm. and that's a pretty good day. Well, there's technically a service tax that they do. Sure. Was it back in the day, though? I don't know. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, Wendy's 99-cent menu used to turn out to a five. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Regardless... As a child with some amount of yeah. money, like you could pocket change. Yeah, you yeah. could definitely go and Get have a time meal. And then if yeah. you go straight to the game shop afterwards, you have mm-hmm. a whole day. Right, that's the best way to spend a <laughs> summer. Are you kidding me? Right. But the thing I hated about that Taco Bell was the drive-through. Yep. Because once you turn into that drive-through at all, <laughs> you could not leave. You can't leave. <laughs> like you can maybe try to back out, but it was a tight <clears throat> drive-through. Yeah. Yeah. And that like curve and everything. Yeah, it was like so curvy. So if anyone comes behind you, you're just committed yep. to being at that Taco Bell. Yep. No matter whatever's going on in front of you or behind you, you're stuck. Yep. You're there. <laughs> and that was always a frustrating thing for me mm-hmm. because I don't always know what I want right away. Mm-hmm. I need to sometimes just pause and look at the menu. And people, when they're going through a, a, a drive through at a fast food place or yeah. a quick serve place, mm-hmm. They're not in the mood to have a good time with it <laughs> I I usually am Yeah, but most people aren't like us Yeah, no, that's true <laughs> Especially that. if they've never worked in the service industry They have right. no clue right. Like, how things work at all All it takes is, you know if we get busy out of nowhere mm-hmm. And there's three employees And all of a sudden it's like, oh, fuck <laughs> There's a hundred people that three of us have to serve yep. And we were not prepared for this nope. at all Nope we're expecting like a slow day. It's supposed to be like a slow Sunday or something like yeah. that. It's like, all right, well, we just let someone off like an hour ago. Right. It's like, so we've really got the skeleton crew. We're we're cutting back on keeping things pre-prepped or whatever. Yep. We're starting to put some stuff away. Oh, what do you know? We got hit. Yep. <laughs> and then right after you get hit, right after everyone clears out, that's when the manager walks in. Right. Wait, why are y'all standing around? This place is filthy. God damn it! <laughs> or or they come in while we're busy and it's like, why is everybody waiting? It's like, well. <laughs> This was not planned. We did not think this was going to happen. Right. And you gripe at us about keeping our labor down. Right. <laughs> so what do you want us to do? Well, I want you to be prepared. I want you to think about things like this. <laughs> what am I paying you people for? Hmm. Well, do you want to stay and help us out? No, I've got yep. other <laughs> right other locations please. to worry about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they never want to help. I won't say any of them because Kelly, woof, bro. Well, that's a whole different... That is a whole different beast right there. Kelly was the manager that you worked under at uh, Wendy's. Yeah, yep. and I mean that again, like so. We stereotypically have... there aren't many women who work in kitchens. Sure, like you just don't see it a lot. No, but the ones who do, mm-hmm. fuck, bro, like you can't work in a restaurant kitchen anywhere on the planet, in my opinion, and be fucking. Sexist Racist Like, There's some like Weird fucking shit That cooks do to each other (laughs) That's like borderline Like homophobic or whatever Something like that Um, It's gotten better Thank God That the world is changing In a positive way Mm, Um, Positive-ish But The thing that I've always If you find a a woman Who's working in a kitchen Mm. She's gonna be The hardest working The toughest Yep the one who takes the least amount of shit. Absolutely. Like, in general, you're just going to, like, have a whole different respect.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. remember, there was a, another Kelly who worked at the Beacon Club with us. Right. Like, she was, like, would, like, you know, be manhandling kegs up the stairs because <laughs> the like, the bartenders couldn't carry it. I can't remember what Kelly looks like, but I do remember the, her existing. Yeah. Yeah. But Kelly at Wendy's, too. I mean... Yeah. But she, you know, she's a, she's the manager who like worked her way up and was like close enough to it. Uh-huh. You know, she's not the outside hire, right? Where it's like, oh, I came from Kmart, so clearly I can run a KFC. Yeah. Or like I'm the corporate manager who <laughs> just has all the numbers for how things should go. Yeah. It's like, no, no, yeah, yeah, that's great, man. Like, but you're not, you're not the tactician here. <laughs> yeah, we actually had all of our managers. For, for most of the time that I was at Wendy's, we had Lou, mm-hmm. we had Wendy, ironically, mm-hmm. had Kelly, Rebecca, um, and I think Ashley was our manager at one point, and we did have one guy manager, and he was the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All of our other women managers were great. Loved them. I so, miss them. <clears throat> so, I oh, want Carmen. I don't remember Carmen, but I remember the name. I remember you talking about them a lot. She was... Hispanic, yeah, yeah. Um, so, the first night back home, we didn't spend time together. I basically went to sleep. Yeah, I hung out with mom and Carver. But the second day, we eventually got together. I went on a lot of walks because mm-hmm. that's my favorite thing to do back home is just walk in the nature. But the second day, we got together and we went to Arby's. Ugh. <laughs> So, I don't love Arby's. Mm. When I was a kid, I remember going there a bunch. And I hadn't been there in a long time, and I was talking to you about Arby's. True. And your hatred of it. It's the worst. And I, and I discovered in this conversation that you had never tried one of their roast beef sandwiches. Yep. Now, I only had my memory to go off of. That's fair. And I still stand by the fact that it's... Here's the thing. If you go to McDonald's, you're going to get a burger that tastes like McDonald's. Mm -hmm. You're not going to say, hey, I'm in the mood for a great hamburger. Oh, let's go to McDonald's. You've never had a good burger, then.
1: (laughs) If that's what you want, and that's where you're going. Right.
0: You've never had a good burger. (laughs) So, if I was in the mood for a good roast beef sandwich, I'm not going to Arby's. Sure. But if I'm in the mood for... A <laughs> roast beef sandwich That tastes like Arby's right. I'm going to Arby's mm. I don't like the Arby's Taste <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally get it There's nothing real about that meat, I'm sure I don't know how that's possible, though It's just sliced deli meat, right? Yeah, but I mean, like You've seen the like the hams and turkeys we get Where it's like They're like, pa- like Packaged in plastic <laughs> And they're covered in that Liquid And then they're covered in that congealed fat. And there's like the puncture hole in the middle where they inject it full of whatever they inject it full of. <laughs> sure. You're talking about in like a work setting, right? Yes. Where you have to slice it ourselves. Yeah. Sure. I get that. They don't have to be that. But you can go and buy those one pound packet things of meat that slice basically the same as Arby stuff. Yep. And that stuff is much better. Sure. But how much? I mean, again, what would we pay like a dollar for that little slider? Like a dollar 19 or some shit? Sure. Sure. I mean, I, I guess it would still probably break out at a certain point, but, like, it's... good it, Yeah, that's where they're saving that money. That's where they're saving... That's why they have the Arby's sauce and that horsey sauce. You yeah. burn your taste buds <laughs> out of your mouth. I still... I've gone to Arby's a handful of times. A handful of times. And I'm, I try... Like, the first time I went there, it was like a cheddar ham and bacon sandwich. That sounds... Terrible for you, but delicious. Yep, and I was like, This should be great. And I ate it, and I was like, Well, that bite was weird, let me try again. Ate it, ate it, ate it. I'm like, This is still bad. Yep, how is this bad? <laughs> this this has got all the ingredients to be good. Finished it, was upset, didn't go back for a while, tried again, got something else that someone else recommended. Tried it, and was like, Nope, still bad. I <laughs> still think the curly fries are good. The, tr- the curly fries are okay, yeah, they're good. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not good. They're okay. They're okay. They're. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of curly fries, so. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand. Um, so, you know what I miss mm. every, pretty much almost every day of my life. <laughs> uh huh. From back home, that I'll never get again. Uh, menace. Yep. Fucking menace. So. <laughs> Never, never the same. Okay, sure. Whatever they did, I don't know their procedure. That's fair. So back home, when we were in our college-aged years, sure, there was a place, a magical place. Mm-hmm. Right off. So Campus has got like three colleges. That's true. So near enough to the college campus was a place called Menas, and they did these grilled wraps. That were just, like, you know. I mean, clearly, like, their chicken tenders were frozen. They probably got, like, frozen pre-cut potatoes and shit. Sure, yeah. But, like... And this place was open until, like, fucking five in the morning. Yeah. It was, like, a little bit after lunch until, like, five in the morning. And they were dead as fuck until about... 11 or midnight Yeah <laughs> Yeah basically Like they'd have one Stoned ass kid Behind the counter mm. And like the place Would be empty And it was just like It was like a dorm room It was lined With posters mm-hmm. Like fight club posters And all sorts of <laughs> yeah. shit Like you know Western Michigan University Stuff You know They always had like Movies and stuff Playing on the TVs The seating was not Comfortable But it wasn't meant to be No Like And they They only had a You know A relatively limited Selection of things mm. But man ah oh, if you were drunk or you were high or hung or hung over <laughs> this place was the shit I mean they would just take a tortilla throw some cheese on it whatever toppings came with the ones you got or whatever they had like a little soda fountain and that's all you need it was like five bucks back then yeah like for ten dollars I think you're getting like two of those things in a drink or something like that right and they, they were they were juicy they, they were that. Dubs is what they're called. Dubs, yes. But those are some fat raps, man. They were like big. I mean, they were like burritos. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, like they, they were burritos. Yeah, and those God, t- man, that shit. My mouth is watering right now. Yeah, thinking about it, and like <laughs> yeah. I would, I would pay, <clears throat> probably like thirty dollars if I could get two of them, sure. and the experience again. Sure. If I could just sure. appear there right now, and get two of them and a drink. I, I would spend $30 on that Something like that would cost like 10 to $15 here Yeah, yeah. I mean at least for one of them And <laughs> no signs yeah. And no drinks Right Like $15 <laughs> with a drink Well especially with the inflation <laughs> And everything now Oh yeah I didn't think about that Bro I went to buy eggs the other day Now I used to be able to get a carton A dozen eggs For 99 cents Cheapest ones Like four fifty. For a dozen fucking eggs Wow Like I don't know what's happening to chickens <laughs> But like chicken wings are expensive, <laughs> uh-huh. like all of it, man. Like, because I went to the store because I usually eat like egg whites and shit occasionally. Mm. So I was gonna buy some egg whites, but usually, like a dozen eggs is cheaper. Mm. Nope. <laughs> so the egg white, like the carton was yeah. Cheaper? Okay. Well, I mean I don't know if you shake it out like how much cheaper yeah, it is. Getting it. Okay. Uh, but yes, it probably would have been mm. cheaper because those I I don't think those have gone up in price at all. Mm. But yeah, Menas, man. That yeah. was. The loaded dub. That was my favorite thing. The loaded dub was the best. It's basically a loaded baked potato. Yeah. <laughs> in like, a wrap. <laughs> just like, you know, those like cubed up breakfast potatoes. Just yep. throw those in the fryer. Um, then you put on the wrap with the melted cheese. And they would put the wraps on the flat top for a little while so they got nice and crispy mm-hmm. and let the cheese melt. Almost yeah, like a quesadilla. Crispy, only crispy wrap I've ever liked. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, you just throw, throw the fucking potatoes on there with some bacon and some scallions and some, like, ranch sauce or whatever. Cream. A little bit of ranch and sour cream. No. Wrap the thing up like a burrito. Ah. Uh, oh. Bro. <laughs> In the fall on a cold fall day, mm. that would... Ah, uh, man. Or just a late night summer day mm. when it's a little bit chilly and you're drunk and high. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. <laughs> My best experience was... Uh... Waking up to it, yeah. <laughs> after a party, and someone had just put it on my chest while I was sleeping in the chair. That's a happy <laughs> thought. <laughs> that is that is amazing. That's <laughs> a- like, oh yes, <laughs> definitely. Like super hungover at the time. Just like a warm <laughs> guinea pigs laying on your chest. <laughs> right. just so fucking happy. Wake up, take a couple of bites, wrap it back up, go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the good old days when you could just fall asleep in a chair, right? And your back wouldn't hurt the <laughs> next day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, next to Menas mm. was one of my favorite places, Sweetwaters uh, yeah, Donut Mail. I can't remember. There's Sweetwaters and there's... I don't remember another donut place. Not over there. Oh, gotcha. But there's like the two main donut places, Sweetwaters and something else. Gotcha. I only know Sweetwaters, yeah. surprisingly yeah. enough, definitely from true. Kalamazoo. Right. But I went to Sweetwaters when I was back home. Mm-hmm. Not that one next to Menas, but the other one over on Stadium. Maybe there's only Sweetwaters. Sweetwaters is the only one I know of intently as a donut place in Kalamazoo. As mm. in terms of like, if you're going to Kalamazoo, this is the place that you clearly want to go. Right, right. But yeah, I went to the one over on Stadium. Yeah. Uh, Wait, just, this when we got when we got back. This this trip back home, yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, just because I, I mean, you know how I love donuts. I yeah, yeah, you do. There's, there's, <laughs> I'm not a big sweet person. No, I don't. I don't give a fuck about pie. I don't I'm, I, I'll eat some cake mm-hmm. cupcakes fuck it I don't I'm not happy really It's just it's not it, enough it, it, it's just I if I could if I could cut most of the bottom off hmm. and just get a, a better ratio of frosting to pastry, then yeah, I'm happy. There's a technique I saw on my D and D show, Critical Role, where you cut the bottom off and, and you, make a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. still, there's still just so much doughy. It's sure I understand what you mean. But a donut, <laughs> a beautiful, glistening, wonderful, tastes like heaven's ball sack donut, <sighs> is the best thing. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but yep. you just get like a plain Jane donut, don't you? No, no, no. Sometimes I'll get an apple fritter. Oh. I love a Boston cream donut Oh, When I was at Sweetwater's this time I got a Reese's donut <gasps> Sounds delicious It was delicious Was it filled? I don't believe so No it was not No okay. no, it was just like a, a roundie <laughs> With like peanut butter Probably cream cheese on top And then mm. like a chocolate drizzle And the donut mm. itself was chocolate mm. Bro it's too much chocolate for me Nah man it's Too much chocolate There was a there was a good amount of peanut butter on this guy So no. it balanced out real well So I got a Boston cream And I got Reese's. A Reese's A Reese's And Boston cream is usually my favorite mm. Or like one of those like uh, Long John's Yeah Yeah Those uh, guys I can get down on I I Like I don't want to get a random dozen assorted But like a powdered donut still too Powder donut's still pretty good Always Cinnamon good Cinnamon donuts real good Cinnamon donuts yet, And like a, like a like a like one of those apple pie donuts or whatever that you get at like pumpkin patches. Nope. Those like cake donuts. You never been to? A, you ever gone to apple picking? I mean, I've gone to apple picking. And you get cider and donuts, and those like somewhat dry, somewhat crumbly. They got apple in it. I think so. Usually, I I usually remember getting like a cinnamon esque donut that you would dip into your your. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely had it with apple in it. Oh, I, mm, mm. I don't know. <laughs> looks like we're going apple picking this fall. <laughs> Apparently, I, I like I like a nice jelly-filled donut. I, I, it depends. Sure. I can't have too much jelly. Yeah, but you definitely can't have too little. No, you don't want too little either. Again, <laughs> right. it's about the ratio. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I'll eat whatever jelly donut you put in my hand. <sighs> yeah, same here. But if it's like if it's like an overflowing hot pocket full of <laughs> Full of jelly, it's a little too much. In like the um, the corner store, uh, yeah, yeah, those little pies, pies, the yeah. pies yeah. yeah, yeah, those, those are good though. So when I was a kid, there was a Seven Eleven down the street from my parents' house as well. It's a Sunny Mart now. Oh, really? Was yeah, Seven Eleven. Yeah, that was a Seven Eleven, oh, okay. and it was hundred percent different looking back in the day. Yeah, they I used to have that. like you could go in and get like a burrito and microwave it yourself and shit like that. Really? Yeah, it was the shit. So I used to go in there, and I would get a Slurpee. Again, a large is like ninety nine cents. Right. Like a bucket, you have to bring. A, you have to bring a stroller with you. That's when I had like the the gulps. Yes, yeah. exactly. I used to get a Slurpee and one of those little pies, which mm-hmm. are still ninety nine cents. And yeah, they're ninety nine cents ish now. Yes. Yeah. it depends oh, on where you find it. Back there, that, yeah. Back home, probably, yeah. And that would just be. I mean, that would be enough to get you through. A while with yeah. the sugar, you know. Right. Just plenty of uh, energy <laughs> plenty of for the sugar. day. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That was – I want to try those again. The apple pie things? Yeah, those little pies. Those little 99-cent pies and see which one is the best. I always got the chocolate one, which I know you you feel ways <laughs> – I feel ways about that. Because yeah. it's just a pastry shelf full of chocolate pudding. Yeah, and, exactly. But – It's not even chocolate pudding. It's like chocolate pudding mixed with chocolate frosting. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's too much. No, it's it's too much. As (laughs) as a chocolate man myself, (laughs) it's too much chocolate. Nah, that made me so happy. And just the glaze on the outside. The glaze is not the same. No? The stuff that is available nowadays, or at least around here, the glaze is not the same. That's upsetting. Quite, quite. It's probably because it's not made out of, like, real sugar anymore. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, like Surge. (laughs) I had a surge recently because I found one. It's just not the same. It's it's not. It it needs or like four loco, yeah, <laughs> four loco back in the day. because I got recalled. <laughs> they did get recalled because like because you would die and still be walking around after having a, so because back in the day you now I've always had the iron liver, mm-hmm. so we could drink quite a bit back in the day. Yeah, but two of those been- things. Would yeah. be plenty. It would be quite enough. Like, you'd be good. <laughs> you ever been blackout drunk and still functioning? For loco. <laughs> you ever wanted to know what it feels like to have your heart stop and have your heart beat faster than it's ever beaten in your entire life? For loco. <laughs> like, energy drink, sugar, and liquor yeah. in one big ass... Because you'd have one can, uh-huh. and you'd, you'd feel pretty good. Yeah. So, like, that's how you pregame. You're like, okay... Two hours before we go to this party, I'm having one for loco. Yep. Somewhere between an hour and half an hour before the party, on mm. the way to the party, I'm yep. going to finish off this for loco. Yep. Then you get to the party, and you're just drunk. Yep. you <laughs> <It's laughs> fucking gone. This is the cheapest way to pregame. It was. It's the best way. It totally was. I and mean, Because, again, it was like, what, I think two bucks for one of those things? Something like that, yeah. And it was like two for three? Yeah. I like, think were just trying to get kids yeah. drunk back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Show sure, us a college ID. You get it for fifty cents. <laughs> <laughs> now I haven't obviously I haven't had one in years, right? But the same, but right? For different reasons, <laughs> yes. Because I once they got recalled, I'm like, well, there's no point, right? And they got recalled pretty early on to our like we would go out and drink right. phases, because because we got we, we were like between eighteen and twenty one was when we were like our age wise, I mean, yeah, we were really relying on the Four Locos because you're broke and you fucking <laughs> right, get yeah. drunk. <laughs> um, and I feel like right around 21, 22, then uh, age-wise again, so that would have been, you know, what, 2011? Yeah. Yeah. I sense. feel like that's when they got recalled. Yeah. And then they're like, well, kids are dying. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, that makes some sense. Because I went to Cedar Point and... Maybe oh <sighs> nine?
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's
0: when I really hit my loco shred. Um, yeah, they were between hmm. No. Between two thousand eight and two thousand eleven yeah. was when we would have been really Yeah. locoing it up. Local and loco and juice or hoosey as we as I I used to call it me and Kevin used to call it hoosey all the time. Hoosey, interesting. Yeah. J O O S E hoosey. Oh, ah, okay, yeah. yeah. That, that makes sense for it's you. That juice. That yeah. makes perfect sense for uh-huh. you. Uh give that, that hoosey. That reminds me of uh, a couple years ago, we came to Chicago for a visit, me, you, and uh, our buddy John. And, you know, we just we, we just took the train over for the day. We got here early in the morning. We just walked around. Just didn't do it. We didn't have any purpose to be here other than, like, we're just going to explore Chicago because it was close enough. Yeah, We all yeah. had the day off. We just wanted to do something. So, you know, it was a fine day. It was pretty fun. You know, we again, we didn't do anything touristy. We just no. like, wow, the city, cool. Right. So we're all walking down the street, downtown Chicago, amongst the skyscrapers, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Kwanzie just goes, fuck, fuck. We're like, what, man? Are you okay? He's like, fuck, fuck it, fuck it. He's like, what's going on, man? Why are you so upset? He's like, condominiums, condominiums. Uh, Did did you want to buy a condominium? No, no, that's my word. Condominiums. The stuff you put on sandwiches and stuff. Condominiums? (laughs) Condomins? <laughs> yeah, condominiums I like to say things in a weird way And you were just so For like five minutes you are just sulking behind Cause us Because I had never seen the word or heard it In all of my years What, at least 18 at that point? Yeah. Yeah So in 18 years <laughs> Let's say a good Like 13 or so of those years I had been saying condominiums I'm so sorry. (laughs) No one ever corrected me. (laughs) Uh, So, for our last meal in Kalamazoo, Mm -hmm. we went to my legitimate favorite place. Mm. The the place that makes me the happiest. Again, my mouth is watering. Just thinking about it. It was pretty good. Thank you so much for saying that. Okay, so... (laughs) As I've probably mentioned before, my favorite restaurant on the planet, oddly enough, is a place called Shorma King. Mm -hmm. It's a Lebanese buffet, and it's just, I mean, it's just so fucking good. I love it. It's the only thing I really give a shit about eating when I'm back home. Mm. Like, if I only have one meal back home, it's that. And it makes me so happy, and it's just so good, and all the people are so nice, and it's pretty inexpensive for a buffet. And every time I take people there, nobody gets it. Maybe it's because I'm hyping it up too much. But everyone's like, it's it's okay. I'm like, this is delicious food. <laughs> Maybe you guys are bringing in your need for ambiance or something. I don't no. care. I like the way the place feels. Me too. Yeah. It's homey and warm. <coughs> it's very relaxing. It's very enjoyable. Very relaxing. Like, it's just chill. They don't touch your table too much. No. Like, they basically come to you if your plate's empty or your drink's empty. Right. Yeah. And they, otherwise, they don't bug you. Mm-hmm. I hate that when it's like, how is everything? It's like it's fine. I know that's like um, part of the spiel or whatever you want to say for like waitresses or waiters. Yeah. Like, you wait until they start taking a bite and then you come up and ask them how the meal is. Yep. That is super annoying. It is so annoying. That is super annoying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every restaurant manager who is listening to this... Whether you're not or not, I don't give a shit. But let's, right. let's pretend like a bunch of you are. Right. Like, oh, these guys are clearly who I should get my advice from. <laughs> Stop having your servers do that shit, okay? Mm-hmm. Once I've got the main part of my meal, I don't need you to come back. No, yeah, I don't need you for a while. You can tell when the plate's empty and yeah. I, I sit back in my seat and start looking around. Right. That's clearly when I want you to talk to me. Right, Like, I don't... Everything up until I the plate is set in front of me, mm. fine, whatever. You can talk to me all you want. Mm. I don't give a shit. Once that happens, I want a solid 20 to 30 minutes of you showing yeah. your fucking face at my table. Yeah. Like no offense to the servers who do this. Yes. It's not your fault. Mm. I, under- I understand I mm. understand that managers mm. want you to do this stupid annoying shit. Mm-hmm. But like honestly, I would much much rather maybe it's cuz I'm in the industry I would a thousand percent much rather have my server hang out in the corner on their phone, <laughs> blatantly ignoring me, right. Than have them at my table <laughs> right after I take a bite because yeah. I'm like I'm not in the mood to hurry up and chew, right? Like I'm just gonna give you a nod, mm-hmm. and then I feel like I'm being disrespectful, yeah, because you have to look busy. Uh-huh. So all I want to do, like maybe what maybe what we all do from now on, is just when a server comes up to my table, I'm gonna be like, okay, look. <laughs> I'm good for a while <laughs> But I know you have to look busy mm-hmm. So feel free to come over to my table and just stand here for a minute I'll ignore you You ignore me You can move your mouth Or say things But we're not going to have a dialogue right. But it can look like you're touching our table uh. And then you can feel better And mm-hmm. I can feel better And the stupid owner who's doing nothing at all can feel better And then we're all happy Okay Okay I have actually tested this out too. Yeah, because I I knew this was a thing that happens and it irritates me. Yep. So, I got our got we got our food. I was probably with like Jackie or somebody. She started eating and I waited. I cuz I I no longer eat my entire portion of food when I go out to eat now. Yeah. I always cut it in half and save half of it. I w- I watched so, you do it. <laughs> I was sitting there prepping up my food and everything, getting everything set up, and I was waiting and waiting. And I was watching my waitress. Yep. Watching her. Yep. She went and did something else. She came back. She would look at us. And then after, I don't know, like a good 10, 12 minutes, something like that, I got tired of not eating my food. And as soon as I took a bite, she came (laughs) right up. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) She's literally waiting for the cue. Oh, man. That's beautiful. (laughs) I love it so much. Oh, so annoying. But yes, Shawarma King, I took you... And you had no memory of it? You didn't have a a clear picture in your mind like I do. No, no. If you'd been long. there before, it was... A long time ago. Right. Yeah. So I'm glad I got to take you. Yeah. And you had a pleasant experience, yeah, yes? Quite, quite. I mean, the best thing about Shawarma King, hands down, <laughs> is that everything is delivery system for their garlic sauce. Yes. Which vexes me to this day. My mm-hmm. father and I have tried. mm for years, literal years, to make it exactly like they make it, and I know everything there is made from scratch. Mm-hmm. Everything, mm-hmm. I, you can taste it, you can see it. Yeah, their falafel is the best falafel I've ever had. I didn't have any falafel. I give no. you a bite of my falafel. Yeah, like one falafel. yeah. yeah. It's, it's all right. It's I mean you haven't had others to compare it to. Sure. Try another one from somewhere else, and you'll I mean they, no, normally they're just dry mm. and awful. And it's just the saddest part of the meal. Here, it's just 100%. They're just so good. Mm. Those potatoes, those garlic herb potatoes yeah, or whatever, are the shit. Like, and their shawarma is always so good. I, I mean, I'm i a big fan of their fatouche salad, too. I think there was like three different rices that I tried, and they were all amazing. Those, ah, I'm <laughs> a such a big fan of that rice and lentils with those, yeah, with those caramelized yeah. onions in it. Mm-hmm. Ah, that was real good. It's so good. Yeah. You can tell those onions are made from scratch, too. Right, and those... Uh Oh, I had some veggies. I don't even know what kind of veggies those were. I mean, they got so many veggies. They're all sitting in, like, right. deli- like different delicious sauces. Yeah. But that garlic sauce, <laughs> I knew it. So we actually, I actually asked one of the servers mm. about it because I'm like, I know you guys won't ever give me a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> I understand why. Mm-hmm. And I was like, here's what we've tried. Can you just tell me if we're in the right direction? Like, I know it's garlic, whole garlic cloves, pureed. With oil, salt, pepper, and a little bit of lemon juice. Hmm. And she's like, ah, but you forgot our secret ingredient. Hmm. I'm like, is it sour cream? And she's like, no. I'm like, okay, I didn't think so. Is it potatoes? She's like, yeah, it is. (laughs) I'm like, right, I knew it! I just got, so I'm so, I know I'm close. I know we're close. (laughs) I just gotta find that right ratio, and she said ice too. Yeah, ice, ice was gives the weirdest it the thing. Fluffy, yeah. Fluffiness. I don't understand. I gotta play with it. Like, I need an entire just like ten hours. Oh shoot! Did we just out them? No, because <laughs> we don't know the ratios. It's sure, 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 sure. Like once we figure it out, then we have figured it out. Right. And I'll still tell the entire world. I don't care. I was watching. um Oh, what is his last name? Savage? Um, Adam from the Mythbusters? Oh, yeah, Adam Savage, yeah. Yeah. um, I was watching him look at the perpetual motion machine, Mm. and he was trying to figure it out. And he was talking to the lady, and he was like, is it this, that, and that, and this, and that? And the other is like, well, I can't confirm any of this, so (laughs) you can keep going if you want to. (laughs) And that's Uh, basically how I feel at this moment. Yeah, no, I mean... I unabashedly have taken many recipes in my life. <laughs> it's true. Everybody does. Sure. Yeah. Like you just got. Mm-hmm. There's two ways I think it's acceptable. Hmm. Either put your twist on it, yep. like I did with the garlic mustard aioli, uh-huh. or you make it the exact way you were shown. Yeah. And then you give credit where it's due. Yeah. This is such and such's recipe. Mm-hmm. Here's how he showed me to do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm show, I'm passing it along to you now. Right. That's respectable. I think that's the only way. That it's ethically okay to, like, go into a place, steal a recipe, and then use it. Yeah. Um, and again, if you put your twist on it, I mean, mm. what is cooking but doing that? Yeah. You know? I mean, nobody's, like... Anyone who's roasting a chicken is following somebody's recipe from somewhere. Sure. I mean, at very least, if you just put salt and pepper on it, somebody had to come up with that at some point in history. <laughs> right, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So it's it's all coming together at the end, you yeah. know? Exactly, And, like, I mean, you know, my, my father's just given me basically his entire recipe collection at this point. Has he, like, kind of handed it down to you? Like, passed it down? More or less. That's so cute. He's got it all saved on his computer. The way he phrases it is, that when I die, you can just go through all this bullshit if you want it. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'll definitely reference it, certainly. That's definitely his way of saying, here, son, I want you to have this. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, between him and I, what? Do we have, like... 50, 60 years of recipes, yeah, if not man. more, because he's been in the industry for at least 30 years. Right. And I've been in the industry for 10 to 15. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's got to be close to 50 years of just- – plus all the recipes he's collected from people who are right. older than him. Yeah. Let's just say that's 50 years of recipes. That's that's really good. Like, that's a lot of shit. That's, that's the problem with – for lack of a better word, soulful cooking. Right. Is we just do everything by touch, taste, feel, smell. Sure. There's no real measurements to a lot of things. Um, and it's just kind of like, oh, about this much, about that much. Right. Well, I mean, the great Marco hmm. Pierre White said cooking is a philosophy. Hmm. Unless it's baking, then it's chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. And which, which is why I, I hate I baking. Hate <laughs> I hate baking so much. Because there's no room for error. No. No. There's not. But you also... You mess up everything. But even if you follow a recipe in baking, <laughs> like when you make the carrot cakes and yeah. it's like, oh, know, 12 eggs, all it takes is like two of those eggs to be a little bit bigger and it's like, well, fuck, now things are a little bit weird and they're yeah. overflowing and I'll just like, yeah. what did I do wrong? And like the fucking water consistency in the air is off a little bit
1: mm-hmm.
0: or the oven's angry at you. Right, right. Or just uh, some other stupid thing. Like, baking is so... tedious. No, it's... Because I don't like to follow a recipe. For... I don't like following a recipe. Me neither. Like, if I've done something enough times, mm-hmm. I'm not following a recipe. Yeah, I, I don't follow most of the recipes nowadays. Yeah. I just kind of look at, like, all right, what are all the ingredients I need? Did I miss anything? No. All right, I know roughly how much of everything I need to go in there. That's the <laughs> hardest part of making shit up. Like when I made the the spicy vinaigrette for the kale salad, sure, I was just dicking around at home. I was mm. like, okay, these are relatively healthy things, you know, mm. some rice wine vinegar, srirachas, you know, not healthy but certainly not bad for you. Mm. Uh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, mix it together. Oh, that tastes pretty good. Right. Oh, this will work as a slaw dressing because of the uh, vinegar content. Uh-huh. Then I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Not only do I have to come up with a recipe, but I have to come up with a big enough recipe to make this into a batch right, of something. Right, right. Fuck, this is really hard to do. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's the thing when it comes to cooking at home and then cooking in a workspace in a yeah. restaurant. It's like, um, because batch sizes is not something you think about when you're at home. Right. For the most part, anyways. Um. Well, I mean, you're certainly not going to, like... That's why it's so hard for me to give people recipes. Because I'm like, well, this will serve fucking 50 people. Yeah, (laughs) right. I made Brussels sprouts for uh, somebody not too long ago. Mm. And I I, I fried them in a pan. Which, I mean, honestly, straight up, uh, restaurant hack, if you want to make the perfect Brussels sprouts, own a deep fryer. Mm. a, A commercial deep fryer. And then just deep-fry those Brussels sprouts. They'll come out perfect every time. Maybe a little bit of salt, pepper, maybe some Parmesan or something like that. But they will be perfect. Mm. And I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Nobody can tell. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody can, tell. can fucking tell. If you drain them a little bit properly, Yeah. Like nobody can tell. Mm. Everyone's just going to be really happy about these Brussels sprouts. Right. But I didn't have a deep-fryer at the time, unfortunately. Mm. So I, I fried them in a pan with just a little bit of olive oil. Um... And then I put them in the oven for, like, 20 minutes, something like that. Then I took them out, and in a separate bowl, I made, like, a garlic parsley butter, which was the shit. Hmm. So I dropped them all into the bowl, tossed them in the butter, then put them back in the oven, and like turned it to, like, 200 for, like, an hour. Because I knew the party wouldn't be starting until about 45 minutes later. So I was like, okay, an hour would be perfect. Right. Those things were just soft and... Burnt in the right ways, yeah. Yeah, those those dark edges. Yeah. Always, like, it's like burnt ends on a, a brisket. Right, that's the best part. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Brussels, but that does sound pretty good. Especially if you had the um, the spinach dressing. From, oh, the hot spinach dressing. Yeah, God, the hot bacon yeah. spinach dressing. Oh, so back in the day, we had uh, a spinach salad every winter at the Beacon Club, uh, and it was really simple. It was just like spinach this dressing and then i think like red onions on top yeah or something like that red onions maybe mushrooms maybe 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 for a little while but i think the final version was just spinach just onions spinach and and onions and bacon or whatever <laughs> yeah and this hot bacon dressing i swear to god was like You're just like, take take a five pound bag of sugar yeah. take five gallons of vinegar Mm-hmm. Boil that for a while. I mean, I don't know the exact... And then there was bacon in it, too. Yeah. Because it was always fat that. that congealed on top. Yeah. God damn, that was the best... I mean, the there's nothing about it that's good for you. Nothing. Nothing at all. But man... <laughs> so good. And you had about five seconds to serve that salad. Yeah. Because yeah. once you put it in the bowl, you toss it, you put it on the plate, looks great. Yep. For five fucking seconds. Yeah. And, and then, then the starts- spinach wilts and it gets cold immediately. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't tell you how many times we got that salad back. Hmm. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah. Because <laughs> I ate it. <laughs> yeah, no shit. i just throw a little bit more dressing in there real right, quick. Exactly. Mix it up a little bit. Maybe throw a little more spinach on top. Ah, oh, man. Just to give it a little more crunch back. So, we have a question this week. What? Yeah. This question comes to us from Betty. Oh. Hi, Betty. Hi, Betty. And she asks... What foods do you now not order anywhere because you've worked in a kitchen? Um, hmm. there are for me. I think there are multiple, at least two different categories in this thinking for me. Okay, it's either what I don't want them to have to deal with, yep, depending on the service or whatever's going on, or what I wouldn't trust unless I know who's making it. Yeah, that's fair. Those are my two. Thoughts. So, is. I completely agree with both of those things. Hmm. Uh, my number one answer to that question is anything I have to mod. Mm. I'm not modding shit on them. Like, maybe okay, like take off tomato, fine, sure. But like, if it's like, hey, I'd like, I'd like your double cheeseburger, but instead of meat. I would like portobello mushrooms, and I'm gluten free. So instead of a bun, I'll take a salad. And by the end of it, at the end, it's like you ordered an entirely different thing. Yeah, no, You you order like a vegan rice bowl, <laughs> and it's like, well, this isn't a burger anymore. Right, right. So like, if like I'm the least picky person when it comes to eating shit, mm-hmm. I'll try anything. I don't give a fuck. I usually right. know what I want hours before I go to get it, days sometimes before I go to get mm-hmm. it, and I know where I'm going to get those things. Right. So. That's why I keep going back to the same places so often, because I know what I'm going to get, and I know what I want. Right. And I'm, I'm a very easy man to please when it comes to feeding me something. I had Strings the other day. Yeah? Ah. Oh, Strings are so good. Had some soba? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was the shit. Ah. I digress. Sorry. <laughs> strings in Chicago off of uh, Belmont is the shit. If you ever get the chance to go, we're not sponsored by them at all. It's just really good. Highly recommend it. But... When it comes to like When it comes to food that I won't eat at a restaurant I t- So number, number two on the list is Things I don't want to pay a lot of money for Yep So like I'm never going to order fish at a place Unless it's like an all you can eat fish fry sure. Or like they're known for this particular thing Yeah I can make a, a tuna steak better than any restaurant Hmm I don't give a shit. Come at me. Right. Like, Salmon's I, super easy to make at home. Right. I mean, like, I'm not going to pay for tilapia. Yeah. Like, I mean, you never get shrimp. No. Because you never get enough. No, you're never going to get enough. You're going to pay 20 bucks for six pieces of shrimp. Yeah, exactly. And some bullshit cocktail sauce. <laughs> it's going to be ice cold. Right. You got 5,000 lemons on the glass to make it look full. <laughs> so, like, I'm never going to order things I don't want to pay a lot of money for. Mm-hmm. But from, like, a health and safety standpoint, I mean, again, like, I... I usually know what I'm going to get out of a place. right? So if I'm going to a new place, it's because someone either recommended it or I know they're known for this. Um, I have a hard time ordering steaks at places unless I've been there before because of how I like my steak. Right. I've always got to preface it with, hey, I'll take this as rare as you can legally give it to me. (laughs) And then they're like, are you sure? I'm like, yes, Yes. I'm very sure (laughs) – don't ever question me again. Uh, yeah, different places do temp things a bit differently. Because mm-hmm. I've gone to a place and asked for it medium rare and it's been basically bloody or asked for it medium and it's well done. Right. Like I need it almost right in the middle. Right. <laughs> well, because everyone's definition is different. There's like temperatures that you can go by, but even those right. are like a range of 10 to 15 yeah. degrees. Right. So it's very negotiable. That's why I'm yeah. just like, I want you to kiss the flat top with this steak. <laughs> And then bring it out to me, and if the inside's still cold, we'll deal with that. I don't care. Right. Throw it in the microwave for a second. I mean, I've seen that happen plenty of times where right, someone yeah. says, hey, I want this well done. Yeah. You, right, You pass it off to Chef Mike for a little while <laughs> just to make sure it's... I want, it, I want it well done but still juicy, not mm. charred. Mm. No char on that. That's when you pop it in the microwave. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that's what you're asking for. Exactly. Because there's no other way to do that. Yeah. I mean, unless... What you put it in the oven for a long time, or it's gonna dry it out. I've dropped, I've dropped plenty of shit in the fryer. Yeah, absolutely. To, to <clears throat> expediate it along a little bit. That's Pre- always my favorite when people want uh, extra crispy wings. Oh yeah, that and bacon. Yeah, mm-hmm. You just got dro- drop that in the fryer. Well, this is bit. so dry. Well, like, you asked it for. Extra crispy. crispy, right? What, what, what do you, do you expect, expect to have happen here? <laughs> what do you What do you want here? <laughs> That's one thing I want to tell everyone who's listening to this. If you don't know, if you've never worked in a restaurant before, mm-hmm. if you're at a place and let's, let's say, like at the club, we used to do prime rib, the ends of it were always cook faster than the middle.
1: Yeah.
0: So if you're ordering a piece of prime rib, medium rare, medium rare, you're getting a nice juicy middle cut. If you want it well done You are getting that Fucking end piece And even that's going In the broiler For probably about 10 minutes (laughs) You're getting some Shoe leather served to you Mm -hmm. And you're I mean some people Are happy with that I don't get it I don't get it But Uh. There's not a lot of things I wouldn't I mean I think the food industry Is getting better Sure You know there are places I mean honestly I hate to say this But like some of the places I've worked at I might not order Some food from them Right, depending. I, I understand on, like, what's happening back there. Like, there was a place I used to work at, for legal reasons, I won't say the name. Right. Uh, yeah. But they had a... They were like a gastropub hmm. kind of place, you know? like, Bar food was supposed to be their thing, and they had a fucking, like, poke bowl on the menu. But it wasn't really. But it was supposed to be raw tuna... And it came to us raw. I mean, it was treated somehow so you could serve it raw. Right. Uh, it well, must have been, like, injected with a bunch of shit. I mean, it came frozen. Mm-hmm. And we would keep it in a fucking uh, six pan in the cooler, and we sold maybe one a week. Right. I and what you're saying. And the chef there, uh, he would not ever throw it out mm-hmm. because, one – Chef logic, It's treated so it won't go bad. Sure. Which, eh, kind of. Right. (laughs) But then, too, I mean, it was expensive. It was like raw fucking tuna. Yeah. So he's not going to throw out. It's like one time I saw, we used to have a scallop dish at one of the places we worked together. Yeah. And one time we were plating up the scallops and it fell and it rolled under the cooler. So one of the cooks fished it out with some tongs. Rinsed it all. Rinsed off the the dust bunnies and grease and shit. Rinsed all that off. Dunked it in the fryer for a second to get it hot again. Yep. On the plate. Yep. Because it's like a $7 scallop that we just can't throw away. That happens. That happens. Oh, (laughs) man. Again, I don't condone this, but I've seen it happen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, the honest answer is any place you go, unless you know exactly who's in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and, and you know everyone on a very personal level. Right. Or if you're like a regular or something like that. Unless you're a face that they can put a name to, it's it's gonna be you're gonna be rolling the dice a little bit on everything. A, a little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. Not a ton, but right. you know, I'm gonna say one one out of a hundred sure. might be questionable. That's that's better than what I was gonna give it. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's like rolling a d20 and coming up with a one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that doesn't happen all the time, but there's a chance it might. Yeah, I mean, you know. Unless it's a place that, like, is known for doing really fancy specials, right? specials is the number one thing you want to not order, because that's, special is code for we have to move this before it turns. Yeah, most of the time, that is true. Um, we used to, yeah, I mean, like, we used to do a thing called the Beggar's Feast at the end of a couple months, a it, Good beggars. It, the Beggar's Feast was the shit, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it too. <laughs> We got to take home to-go boxes right. full of food. I used to take home buckets, bro. Oh, dude, for buckets. real, yeah. <laughs> it was so, because it was just our way of cleaning out after the holidays. Yeah. Do you remember the chocolate pudding cake? Mm. That might have been after your time. Mm. I don't know. So, my father and I, we used to have a a box in the in the dessert freezer uh-huh. where we kept all the dessert stuffs in in the one segregated freezer. Yeah. And then on the – I remember very distinctly, open the door, bottom shelf, left-hand side, was like a scrap box. So after we – if we did like buffets or, you know, a cheesecake didn't quite come out right or whatever, we just throw it into a bag, freeze it, throw it in this box. Yeah. So one day the the box was like overflowing with shit. So like we got to figure out a way to get rid of this. Mm. So we're – Playing with each other basically And we're trying to figure out what to do So we just took a bunch of stuff That kind of went to get like a cheesecake Hmm. Cheesecake pieces Little brownie bits Whatever Uh, We dumped it all into a mixer With chocolate cake mix And then we had We were going to clean out the hot fudge holder as well So we just scraped all the hot fudge out of that Threw it in as well Mixed it up Baked it It came out so good That sounds amazing It was delicious We like threw some like Remember those bags of whipped cream that we used to have? Mm-hmm. Some of those wouldn't always be like fluffed up properly, so we'd freeze those. We threw those into it. But the <laughs> middle didn't quite set 100%. It was right. cooked, but it was still kind of gelatinous. And the edges were very cake-like. Mm-hmm. So we were just like, all right, whatever. Let's keep this in a pan. Let's throw it out there. We'll call it chocolate pudding cake. Whatever. <laughs> sure. We just need to get rid of it. It's a beggar's feast. Who yeah. cares? Yeah, who cares? So, <laughs> no joke. Everybody, everybody... Came up to us You have to give us the recipe For the chocolate pudding cake It's amazing (laughs) And me and my dad Were just laughing to each other Oh I'm sorry We give you recipes But you know That one's an old family secret (laughs) Right Can't give you that one We can't just be like Hey we threw a bunch of shit Into a fucking cake mix and Mix it up But then the problem was The owner came to us And was like Hey you guys have to do that Chocolate pudding cake again So I had to come up with a recipe (laughs) And I swear to god The recipe was like two cups of hot fudge, one whole cheesecake. <laughs> right, right. Like, 15 pieces of brownie. Like, we had to, like, actually narrow in the recipe a little bit. Yeah, but you can't... Yeah, that's one of those things you can't just, like, narrow in. No, I mean, you... You can make it up. You can play with it. But that one's hard to... Hard to come up with at a certain point. We really, like, scoops of ice cream in there and shit, like... Everything possible. It was the shit. Yeah, yeah. But... Man, like just – that's what's funny to me. The reaction that people have, you can you can craft a perfect, beautiful recipe over years and years and mm. put your heart and soul into it and people will just, yeah, it's fine. Right. But you throw a bunch of shit into a fucking cake batter, <laughs> <you> call <laughs> oh it chocolate god. pudding cake. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. Right. Ah, great. Thank you. I, I, I guess let's – I don't know if we've ever actually answered – what won't we? Have? Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's, it's there's not there's not a lot I won't. Yeah, there's not a lot I won't eat. Yeah, I mean, because you know, if I want wings, I'm going to a place I know is good for wings. Sure. Uh, if you drop me off at a restaurant, a random restaurant, yeah, uh, and just say here's the menu, order off of it. Hmm. What would I avoid on that? Uh, again, it would be something I don't want to pay for. Yep. I I'd, I'd want to see some portions. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you order nachos, you get a big ass platter. Sometimes yeah. you order nachos, it's seven chips with like a little dollop. But like right. honestly, I wouldn't order anything at a fancy restaurant unless someone no. else is paying for it. Yeah, exactly. Because you're never gonna have enough food. Like when um we recently went out um <clears throat> as as a a group yeah. for work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ike was paying, so. Yep. Um, I was like, so I can get whatever I want, right? So I got some clams and a steak. Yeah. Cause I would never buy that for myself. So No. <laughs> I'm not you, spending that money. You can get a steak for like... It was a bit steak. You can get a steak for like six bucks at the store. Sure, yeah. Season it how you want it, mm-hmm. cook it how you want it, mm-hmm. and not have to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. That's really nice. And the odds of me getting a really good steak from somebody are mm-hmm. low. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess, you know... Places we've worked at type of thing, you know, if I was to go into one of those places as a stranger,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I'm, I'm probably not going to order most seafood. Right. Uh, I'm probably not going to order anything that seems off-brand for the place. Right. Like, if I'm in a sports bar and they have a Poke Bowl, I'm mm-hmm. not going to order that. What exactly is a Poke Bowl? It's like... Fish and seeds and rice and shit like that. Okay. We'll go sometime and get some. Yeah, there's one. There's a place not far from here. I'm down to try it. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's good if that's what they do. Oh, my cousin wants to eat on the gator as well. Oh, dope. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna. One, this year we are getting an entire alligator yeah. and we're going to eat it. Yeah, it's and it's going to be delicious. It's I don't give a shit. So fantastic. Uh, so I mean, like I'll try that. Yeah, like I'm willing right. to try things. But if whatever whatever seems off brand for the restaurant I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to order nachos at a pizza place most of the time. Right. I'm going to order pizza. Right. You know, I'm not going to order, you know, a fancy steak dinner at a sports bar. Right. Because it's going to be a cheaper cut of steak, most likely. Whatever whatever they're known for or whatever they seem to specialize in, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going for. Although, Burhan's used to tell me that uh, Deja Vu has some of the best steak he's ever had. A strip club has some of the best steak. Yeah. Interesting. I mean... And Burhams knows food. That's very true. <laughs> that is very true. Honestly, I mean... Like, he used to go there on a regular basis to eat steak. There's, Here's the thing. A strip club is a strip club at a certain point. Yeah. But if, if you're like... If you provide excellent customer service hmm. and a good steak dinner... Right. That's cost-effective? Right. I mean, that's a good way to be the number one strip club in town. Right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, there's nothing really blanket statement... No. ...that I think... I wouldn't. I would just one hundred percent avoid. There's nothing. Let me say it this way. There's nothing new that I would avoid. Yeah, All my practices are still pretty much the same. Yeah. I mean, I again, I think. I think, the industry as a whole has gotten better. Sure. Uh, I think, and now after, the pandemic, hmm. you know, I think there's a bigger emphasis on like mom and pop places yeah. and you know locally owned, locally sourced. Mm-hmm. Where you go in and you know the people a little bit. I mean, that's honestly the best way to order at a restaurant is to be a regular at that restaurant. If they recognize you, if they know what you're about, if you go in all the time and you just treat people well, you're going to have the best experience possible. Yeah, absolutely. Like going to a Chili's or an Applebee's, Hmm. you might get a consistent experience. Right. But like we've always said, if you're friends with the cooks, you're friends with the waitresses. Yeah. You're friends with the bartender. You're just gonna have a better time, and Absolutely. if you're not a dick, <laughs> yeah, you're going to you're going to enjoy what's happening. Right, I promise you that. Because there's been plenty plenty of times where we either have offered or just done something different with like one of our regulars. Yeah, Oh, totally. Like, oh, you are you okay with this, that, and the other? Like, yeah, all right, I'm gonna hook something up for you. Right. I mean, I can't tell you how many times. I've walked through a dining room to like go to the bathroom or something like that hmm. and see somebody who remembers me mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, they'll just put their menu down and be like, you make us wherever you want. You charge us wherever you want to charge us. And it's like, <laughs> all right. All right, cool. Right. You know, I mean, the more, the more passion there is in something, yeah. the better it's going to be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I typically don't, I don't like to go to restaurants where I can tell that it's a dispassionate mm. Uh, Like Heartless place You right. know Yeah Like I want I want it to feel like I'm walking into To a party That I wasn't invited to Because nobody knows I exist Right But everyone's really happy I showed up Right Like You know <laughs> If I'll put it this way If everyone Looks like they have to stay busy It's probably a bad place to eat Yeah because the 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 higher ups are going to be more concerned about the bottom line than about anything else. Yep. So if you go into a place and you know the service staff seems pretty chill, if you can see the kitchen, if they're pretty chill, if nobody's getting on anybody's ass, if nobody seems nervous, that's probably going to be a much better meal. Right. Uh, because I I speak from great experience from multiple different places in my career that if if Higher ups are concerned about money. They're gonna let some practices slip mm-hmm. because they've got to keep you know they've got to budget things. Great. things are probably not going to be the highest quality possible. And also that's the other thing too. If you walk into a place and you've got a giant menu, like a five page menu, yeah, and it's all over the place. I mean, how many things can you do well? Yeah. You know, if I walk, uh, my favorite restaurant in Chicago, Chicken Hut. Yeah. They do one thing. <laughs> <Right>. Grilled chicken. <laughs> it's on the corner of Broadway and Belmont. Again, no affiliation with them. They're just the great fucking restaurant. That's where you get a whole chicken, right? I usually get a whole chicken mm-hmm. with a side of coleslaw. Mm-hmm. And it comes with like grilled pita bread. And then I do barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. I, it's got to be open pit. But it's just the combination, whatever seasonings they put on there, mixed right. with the grill and stuff, is just real good. Mm-hmm. Like, they do one thing.
1: They do it very Everyone, well. Yeah. Everyone's real
0: chill when you walk in. Oh. Like, there's no pretenses about the place. That's what I want. Hmm. That's what I'm looking for. Crisp, down the street from them. The chicken wing place. They do a couple different things, but predominantly it's chicken wings and like some bowls. Right. They're doing it real well. 10Q. Ten 10Q Ten is the shit. <laughs> they, they got, what, like six things Maybe. <laughs> like wings. Bowls. Wings, bowls. Tenders and fries, I think, is I about think it. That's it, yeah. I think They have a sandwich on there, maybe. They got, they got three sandwiches. Yeah, okay. but still, that's just like fried chicken. You know, I mean, it's just right. Yeah, it's all the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, that it's kind of a reverse answer to that question. Sure, but Yeah. If you want to have a good meal, <laughs> yeah, go to a place that does a few things really, really well. Yeah. yeah. Don't go to a place that does a thousand things. Okay. Right. You know, and if they've got. You know, again, if they have enough staff for everyone to be standing around and just kind of goofing off, you know, it's like a teacher in a classroom. Mm-hmm. If you have fifty students, you can't really pay attention to all of them and give them the best education. If you've got one or two waiters for one hundred and fifty people, yeah, and then you know, three cooks in the back, right. just trying to bang it out. Odds are, I mean, they just can't focus on it the same way. Yeah. So, I mean. That's why I'm so happy about things switching into, like, a local, privately owned, mm-hmm. personal touch sort of thing. Right. Because you're just going to have a better experience all around. I mean, I can't remember the last time I went to a chain restaurant, like a chain-chain restaurant, like, you know, TGI Fridays or right something like that. I mean, I've only ever been to Applebee's, like, a handful of times. In yeah. Because, I mean, I can remember certain things I've eaten at places like that. Yeah, not... But I did probably the most generic thing there. I mean, honestly, the things I remember the most from those places are the idea is interesting. Sure, yeah. You know? I go for that type of thing. And it's like, oh, okay, this is cool. Wouldn't this be great if it tasted better? <laughs> right. Like, Steak and Shake has some really interesting burgers that I'd like to try. That steak and Shake is good. And, yeah, they, they like got a good thing going on. Yeah. But again, like. They're mostly burgers and shakes. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, <laughs> they're still in that fast food category. Quick food? But Quick yeah. food, yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, I'm talking like you go to like you go into a restaurant, you sit down, you order courses. Mm -hmm. One of those chains, like, I don't like them. Mm. I don't like that at all. Mm. Like, it's just it's just a sad, horrible experience. And, you know, from a place like that, I'm going to avoid ordering a lot of things. Right. You know, a place like that, I'm definitely not ordering any fish. No, I'm definitely not ordering a salad. That's going to be really overpriced probably going to be really overpriced and it usually they try to do too much with salads right i'm like i don't need all this fancy can i just get a regular salad please? Right. Can you just throw some lettuce carrots and sauce in a bowl for right. me, please? thank you <laughs> that's all i want but not too much sauce don't try no. to disguise the fact that your lettuce is bad <laughs> i do that with extra dressing i do that oh i do it too all the time <laughs> oh absolutely but but usually usually my lettuce just looks bad. Right. And it's like, it's slightly wilted. Right. Or there's like some brown edge on there. I was like, you're not going to taste that. Right. You're going to see it and be like, oh, I don't want this. Your lettuce is bad. It's like, it's not, it's not bad. Right. <laughs> it's just a different color. Yeah. Right. It's if just it's, a little decoded. It, trust me. <laughs> you know when lettuces go bad. Yeah. They absolutely. are. You don't want to touch it. They're shedding liquid. Yeah. It's exactly. basically you pick up the salad bag and it's full of liquid uh, at that yeah. point. Uh, no, you throw that away. Yeah. Right. I think this is where we're going to wrap things up for tonight. But if you have any questions for us, feel free to, to drop us a line. Again, lesstasted at gmail.com. Feel free to shoot off a question. Or if you have any restaurant stories that you want to share that you think are hilarious but mm-hmm. you'll get in trouble if you share them, <laughs> we won't. So send them to us. We won't say your name. but We, will, we won't We will say where your name is, where you're from, any of that. But we will absolutely tell that story On this podcast. Absolutely. Without any hesitation. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) So if your boss is pissing you off, or those dickhead customers are being dickheads, or you just had a bad day and you want to just hear us react to it, please send them over. We'd love to hear it. But for now... Honestly, I would love to hear some of the craziest customer stories. Oh, absolutely. Those are fantastic. Next week, I'll share... An interesting customer story with you. Cool, cool. But for today, this has been Kitchen Open Late, but now the kitchen is closed, so get the fuck out. Peace.